0: Hey there, welcome to Imperfectly Pollyanna, a podcast where we have real and honest talk while finding the positive in the imperfections, whether in homeschool, faith, health, or overall life. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschool mom of two, certified health coach, licensed medical professional, and eternal optimist. I am so glad you're here We are officially in the holiday season, and I have to just say, this is one of my favorite times of the year. Yes, I am that person. (laughs) Christmas more specifically, and crazy enough, I now have a child who is just as pumped about it as I am. He was actually asking about watching Christmas movies and decorating a few weeks ago. Now, don't judge me. If you're one of those people that would rather wait until after Thanksgiving, or even closer to Christmas to begin that time of year, totally fine. And I love Thanksgiving, too. But it's not even the typical stuff that society now equates to the holidays. You know, the stuff, commercials, ads, mail inserts all about what you or your child must have this year. Or the panic buying, the car is honking as they sit in traffic, the stress of having the perfect house decor, and let's not forget the family drama of how all the time will be evenly split between families and parties and all the things. No, I am not here for that whatsoever. And don't you worry, this episode isn't about Christmas, at least not as a whole topic. For now, (laughs) you're welcome. The reason I brought this up is because sometimes the things we see as unimportant or insignificant are really the things we were called to do. Several months ago, I was talking to someone who is an influence in my children's lives. They were telling me about an overall view of one of my kids and mentioned that homeschool kids seem to be more sensitive or tender. Now, while that person wasn't trying to be malicious or demeaning, it was said in a way that basically came across as homeschool kids are weak. The reason being is because this individual realized my child wasn't like your typical public school kid attitude when it came to being taught taught reprimanded, or even joking around. What that person didn't realize is that I saw it as a huge compliment to my child and my decision to homeschool. See, when I hear stories about middle school kids getting in daily fights in the classroom, when I hear about certain conversations that are way inappropriate for kids of any age, and that's not me being a prude, it's just the facts, folks. And I look at my kids interacting with people of all ages all walks of life, and genuinely enjoying life, I am thankful for that. Priorities. What is your goal as a parent for your children? Do you want them to go to college? Be kind humans? Fight for injustices? Own their own businesses? Be doctors, lawyers, work, you know, go to trade school? What, whatever it is that, that that looks like for you. Remember when the lockdown first happened and life sort of froze in time for a bit? All the things we took for granted were stopped, from extracurricular activities to going and visiting with family anytime we wanted. There were even more extreme things being done at some places, like not even being allowed outside, which is crazy to me. Even as a medical professional, it's just insane, but I digress. I'd like to think it was a wake-up call for a lot of people because it was for me. It gave me time to stop being busy and look at what mattered the most. Not that I didn't think my family mattered, but I had allowed the need to go, go, go with them everywhere, take over having a clear head. Over the years, my reasoning for homeschooling has sort of ebbed and flowed as we have changed up curriculum, styles of learning, and activities we join in. The one thing that has continued to grow is what I prioritize. When it comes to prioritizing in homeschool, my beliefs and reasonings are going to be different than someone else's. Even different than friends who homeschool as well. We could have the same thought processes as believers and yet still do things completely different. Homeschooling is all about the freedom to choose. Choose how your kids are influenced, who they are surrounded by how they learn how to treat others. It's the ability to adapt to the needs of each of your children instead of pushing them to fit in this molded box of expectations that an archaic system has put in place. And really, it really is an archaic system if you think about it. Expecting all children of a certain age to be learning the same thing at the same pace in the same way, and if they don't comply to that mold, they are left behind or looked at differently. Yet, When children are allowed to blossom into a love of learning at the pace that works for them, it can be a beautiful thing for not only them, but us as parents as well. Now, it doesn't mean that you put them in a bubble, protecting them from the reality of life. I heard on a recent podcast by another fellow homeschool mom that our home is like a greenhouse. And our kids are the baby plants. Now, I'm not going to get all of her exact words correct, but I'm going to use my own version, right? So I have a vertical garden at home, Two, actually. They are aeroponic, so that means that there's no dirt, no weeding. I can grow things three times as fast in less space with higher yield than conventional gardening. Not only that, but I can grow it indoors and out, which means I grow things year-round it really is a glorious design. If you want the details on that, you can just send me an email or DM on Instagram and I'll totally share with you. But anywho, when I first plant my seeds or my seedlings, because sometimes let's face it, I'm a little bit lazy and I don't want to wait for my own seeds to grow. So I order them (laughs) and I get the seedlings. But when I first plant them, they are tender. They're easily affected by every little thing. Too much light, not enough, too much water, not enough, et cetera, et cetera. So I do my due diligence and I see what I need to do to give them the very best care I can until they are strong enough. Am I doing them a disservice by protecting them from elements that may harm them? Am I stunting their growth by giving them what they need or don't need to flourish? Of course not. This is a simple answer to a rhetorical question. So why would someone think that homeschooling is doing a disservice to a child? When we are raising our children, they are influenced by everything we say and do. We know that. From the time they are born, they are listening, watching, learning. They have their own personalities, likes and dislikes. Bless, yes they do. (laughs) But they are influenced by us. What we allow to permeate their little greenhouse is up to us. Yes, the world will still come in through the cracks like a wind, but it is up to us to decide how big of a draft that becomes. Over the course of the last two years, the desire to both protect my children and also prepare them for the world has grown by leaps and bounds, just stronger and stronger. In a time when innocence is being taken and opinions are as loud as a marching band— My priority is raising them to not only know the Lord, but to be a warrior for him. Recently, I did a seven days of truth challenge over on social media. And if you find me on Instagram, you'll see it in my highlights. I've kept it there. But it was all about finding out the truth of who God is. Now, why did I do that? Well, it was spurred by me discussing the armor of God, how we should put it on every day. If we don't have a strong belt of truth just like the belt used with the Romans, everything else, including weapons, will fall away. They can't hold up. They'll just be useless. And we could be in danger, right? So it's important to me that my children know the truth and not what culture calls your own truth. Because, well, yes, how someone feels is how they feel. And that is the truth. You know, if they feel hurt, they feel hurt. But just because someone feels the sky is purple doesn't make it so. This year, our homeschool curriculum we are using is something called Gather Round, and I absolutely love it. The idea is that you sit together as a family, read the lesson aloud, and then each child or student has their own notebook that's made to their level and covers all the subjects necessary. So we've got like from pre-reader, and it goes all the way up through high school. My son and I are finishing up a unit because they're unit studies. So We're just now finishing up a unit called Farming and Food. And we have learned about all sorts of farms. Sheep, goat, chickens, fruit, veggies, and even coffee. Yes, we learned about coffee farms. It was so fun. We've learned about cultures, why things are grown in certain places. We've done experiments. We've grown our own edible mushrooms, y'all. And it's had the Bible seamlessly woven throughout it all. We've had challenging topics, we've debated both sides of differing thoughts, and I'm telling you, it's just so good. We will be starting a new unit called Living Off the Land after this one, and my daughter will be joining in. She's been doing fun schooling, so she's going to pause on that and join us for this. So I cannot wait. It gives me the whole Little House on the Prairie vibes, and yes, we are even going to be doing some fun activities that will be similar skills learned during those times. I cannot wait. I'm just so excited. In December... We will be pausing and doing a brand new unit that was just released. It's called Christmas Around the World. We will be making recipes and ornaments and learning about 12 different countries as far as their traditions and cultures around Christmas. I'm telling you all of this because of one word, priorities. I don't care if my kids fit into the expected attitudes of kids their age. I would rather my child be tenderhearted and have genuine care and concern for people Then focus on what they want and what puts them first. My son loving Christmas has nothing to do with gifts he will receive, though I am sure he's excited for that as well. But he is looking at the traditions, putting up lights, watching movies, making and baking food, spending time together. See, learning in our house is about love, passion, and finding the joy in life. Is reading, writing, math, history, all of that important? of course. But when I think back on my own childhood, I didn't enjoy school. Well, outside of music class and talking to the boy I was in love with at the time, (laughs) I memorized things in order to pass tests and survive that year. And I struggled, struggled so much. I didn't find it fun to learn and research and all of that. Like, (laughs) I was like, what is the point? When am I ever going to use this? Although once I was in high school, I realized I had a huge desire to write and express my thoughts through putting words onto paper. See, I wasn't someone that as much as I liked to talk and share stories and socialize, I wasn't one to really open up on my emotions. And I had like all these things running through my head. And whenever I was stressed out, the way that I expressed myself was to write it, just to write it out. Now, outside of that, I had no desire to be in school. Today, I am learning the joy of learning. I'm walking beside my children, guiding their paths to the best of my ability, and finding adventure in our lessons together. Y'all, I am actually enjoying middle school. What? Whether you are currently homeschooling, considering it, or you're just listening to listen, I hope you hear me right now saying to find what your priorities are. Where do they lie? It's okay if your kids don't fit into society. Can they function in it? Can they communicate? Can they stand up for what they believe in? Can they be kind? Do they know who they are and whose they are? That should be a priority. And when something is a priority, it doesn't mean only on days you feel like it. It means every day you get up and know what mission you are on. I work in EMS. I work 24-hour shifts. And whenever I come home, I don't get to just like turn off my priority list, right? It actually kicks in more whenever I'm off work. Because see, I am raising warriors. And I hope you are too. What does that mean or look like? Ironically enough, that was <laughs> that was my alarm for a work call. And I'm not even at work. I forgot to turn my alerts off. <laughs> so... What does raising warriors mean or look like? Well, I'm actually going to be sharing more about that next week. As we head into the holidays, be encouraged. It is not about doing all the things, buying all the things, being all the things. We are not made to juggle it all by multitasking. I'm telling you, I have learned I'm not a multitasker. And apparently, we were never made to do that. Learn from the past. Learn from the lockdown. Prioritize your life, and the top three things are what you focus on. Everything else will work itself out. I promise you. You are here for a reason. You have your children for a reason. They were given to you to raise. Don't take that lightly. No matter how young or old they are, impact their lives for the better. God chose you for them and vice versa. It's never too late to get your priorities straight. Loving God first will bring the rest in line. He's got you. I'm hoping this podcast finds those needing encouragement, support, and community. If that's you, you found a friend. Hi. I'd love to hear from you and what you thought about today's episode or where you were struggling today. Send me a DM, private message, over on Instagram or Facebook and say hello. You can find me at Imperfectly Pollyanna. Of course, you can always send me an email to Courtney at imperfectlypollyanna.com. Remember, you are loved. And I am so glad you're here. See you next time.